Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 228. As always, I'm your host, James Shotwell, and it is so good to be with you again. My guest this episode is the wonderful Kate Davies, vocalist and guitar player for UK band Pupil Slicer. That's right, Pupil Slicer, whose debut album, Mirrors, is available now through Prosthetic Records. And if you're unfamiliar, let me just prepare you for one of the heaviest albums I've heard in I don't know how long. It is incredibly devastating in all the right ways. Pupil Slicer does this combination of mathcore, deathcore, hardcore, heavy metal, and punk that is just going to light your brain on fire. You're absolutely going to love it. And Kate is here to tell me all about the album's creation, release, marketing, and where the band goes from here because Pupil Slicer is having a moment in the heavy community, and I hope that it continues for some time. Before we get there, I want to tell you that there is a video version of this interview available on YouTube right now. So if you head there and look for Music Biz, that's Music B-I-Z, you can watch Kate and I have this conversation. I also want to tell you that this episode of the show is brought to you by Holix. Holix is the music industry's leading promotional distribution platform. That means that record labels, independent artists, and publicists use Holix to share new and unreleased music with influencers around the world. You can join Holix today and get a free 30-day trial by visiting holix.com. That's H-A-U-L-I-X.com. One more time, H-A-U-L-I-X.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Inside Music. How's it going? Um, I I fell in love with your band like two months ago, maybe when my my friend Becky from Prosthetic told me about your upcoming record, which is now available everywhere, and I, and we'll talk about it a lot here. But I was really excited to do this because when I heard the album, I I was unfamiliar with Pupil Slicer before then. I, I love saying the name in casual conversation because <laughs> it induces a visceral reaction from people. Um, <laughs> But for people that maybe are like me and aren't too familiar with the band or just getting, a, a, you know, familiar, would you would you tell us a little bit about the history of Pupil Slicer? Yeah, we're sort of, um, we're, we're Pupil Slicer. We're like, now, as of now, like the final vision of Pupil Slicer and what we want to be is like sort of math core, grind core thing with like weird experimental bits chucked in, like a bit of electronic stuff, a bit of uh post black metal a bit of post rock sort of um sort of like not putting too many boundaries on ourselves. i think a lot of the bands that we look up to like converge dinger escape plan um cult of luna um vein code orange they're all d- bands that sort of they don't want to pigeon them help pigeonhole themselves into one thing so it's sort of an approach of write the music you think sounds cool and make it cohesive and there's your package so we sort of started off more as like a oh it started off as like a jokey side project because me and josh our drummer renee them post black metal band and then me and the bassist of that band had some like um death metal riffs that didn't really fit and then we thought up the name pupil size i thought it was the most stupid funny band name we could think of we can't not use that we had some riffs we wrote the first ep um 
that was very much just like let's just write stupid Gorgon riffs um and then he left the bassist I was writing with uh me and Josh were left with the project and at that point we we're like well what do we like we're getting gigs with this band and it's got a funny name so we might as well keep it <laughs> it was sort of transformed from that point onwards um yeah we've been working on this album for quite a while I think I finished writing it in uh October 2018 so it's, it's taken like three years to come out um but it's cool it's finally out there now <laughs> I mean it's it's absolutely wonderful it, it's called mirrors we should we should probably plug yeah. it for the world out there the album's called mirrors it came out march 12th and you know when did you actually finish this album because it feels like everything's so all over the place these days with like when albums are recorded when they're coming out all because of you know the thing and uh, i'm curious you know when, when did you guys actually make this record yeah okay so uh finished writing it october 2018 uh, started tracking in February 2019, finished tracking in like December 2019. Uh, there were lots of gaps there because we had no idea what we were doing. We were all really broke. So we were just trying to save the money for the next recording session. <laughs> um, that got mixed, mastered. I think we got the masters back in May, early May, like May 4th, 2020. Uh, so still way before. Wait, no. Yeah, we got the masters back and COVID had sort of started uh, lockdowns everywhere and stuff. But yeah, our recording process wasn't affected at all. And like, because we sent it off for mixing and mastering, it was sort of like we'd luckily done the like in person hard bits uh, just before things got bad. Um, Then we sent it to Prosthetic in in May and uh, got signed and then tried to figure out a plan of how to release this because it was like well at first we were like everyone was like oh you just wait until you'll be able to tour it again so we'll release it like the end of the year and then not at the end of the year nothing had changed so it was like cool we need to actually sort of just go with it and uh, get it out there because we're not really sitting on it for years Uh, i think we timed it all right it seems to have still gotten a um like we can't tour it right now but we still seem to be getting a decent amount of attention which is well i say a decent amount we're getting ridiculous about i never would have expected the amount of attention we're getting um but yeah it's been a really good response since it came out i'm mm. yeah i i've been watching you know uh, something i love about especially bands putting out their first record with prosthetic there's all there's always like a really cool discovery curve where prosthetic knows it's cool they tell all of us you know the people that they're close with how, how great a band is and you start to get the word out there but i saw you know on twitter not long ago i remember you guys you posted that trevor from the black dahlia murder i think followed your account yeah and, uh, this is a sign we've made it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if Papa Trev approves, then we're happy. We're massive fans. So now we've just got to convince EJ to let us tour with him because EJ, the owner of Prosthetic, is also the manager of Black Dolly Murder. So Mm. somehow we've got to twist an arm there and get something figured (laughs) out. Oh, I love that. You know, I had I had coffee with EJ now, it seems like a a century ago, but it was last January. California we met like near his house and we, we had coffee for like an hour and I so badly wanted to talk to him about Black Dahlia stuff but we were purposely talking about prosthetic things and I just kept being like but what about like your other like what about the other stuff you know? <laughs> give me some of those sweet sweet Black Dahlia details yeah that's what everyone wants <laughs> 
Yeah. Now, um, the record's been out for, it's the 1st of April today. Three so it's weeks. Been out three yeah. weeks now. How, you know, I, I, I follow you guys on Twitter. I, I like seeing how you share, you know, messages from fans. It seems like people are, are really, really taking to the album, but, you know, how, how has the response been for you as, you know, the creator? Are you a person that like looks at how people, are you reading reviews? Are you looking at the tweets? Are you ignoring it all together? Like, how, how do you handle that? I'm a read everything I can sort of person <laughs> and uh, make sure I'm Googling pupil slicer and then setting the filter to last 24 hours to check everything that's on the internet possibly that's gone up in the last uh so yeah they're obsessive with that but considering i'm doing that that i've there's a surprising lack of things i've been like the worst things we had were like when lamb goat shared us on facebook there was like a couple negative comments uh on there uh but I mean, that's Lamb Go. They're horrible fans <laughs> for everything. They, like any any band puts up anything, they're like, "This is shit. I hate it. This is like the worst thing I've ever heard." Um, yeah, yeah. So that's the, uh, that's, that's the internet. So I'm really. I think the fact that we're getting either like a mildly positive or fantastic response. That's like the scale. Um, mm-hmm. That's 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 really overwhelming. Like we uh, rate your music is typically very harsh and everything. And uh, the week the album came out and the first time it got scored, it was like set number seven for like across all genres for this year, the highest rated release. And I was just <laughs> like, what what's what's going on there? And like it entered at like twenty four on like the all time mathcore charts on that website. So. <laughs> Is uh, we got played on like the most famous radio station in Britain, like BBC Radio One, twice, um, wow. and that that's kind of surreal. Um, seeing like when I was young, like that was the thing. Like my mum would be like, my mum didn't listen to Radio One, but she was just like, oh, that's the one. Like the kids, that's like where all the most popular music is, and we were there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we've had like Kerrang uh metal injection metal sucks um metal hammer we're in revolve magazine and metal hammer uh this month i think we're on the cover of revolve revolver magazine like our name the pupil size is on the cover of revolver magazine and that's a quarterly which is insane uh it's like it's been interviews non-stop and i here we are with you now like this isn't anything we could have (laughs) sort of foreseen we were like Oh, maybe we'll get like math core index and heavy bloggers heavy to do a review or something like that that was a height that was where we were <laughs> setting the bar like these like kind of tiny indie publications and then uh sort of smashed past that now we're just sort of riding the wave of no idea where it's going but <laughs> can't complain I love it. I love it. And people seem to be, you know, supporting the band, you know, picking up the record. I've seen a lot of posts of people sharing the vinyl. It's beautiful. Yeah, we've got uh, 12 copies of the first pressing left now, um, as of speaking, uh, out of the first thousand. And I, and originally we pressed 250, and then Steve Prosthetic kept being like, "Oh, we've sold those. I'm just making the order bigger," and he kept making the order bigger <laughs> and, until because it we had like it, it would like been scheduled to get pressed at a certain point, but until then he kept just increasing the amount in the order, and it ended up being like 500 of one color, 500 of another. It was the first pressing, 
which is insane. We've got the yeah. second pressing going on sale tomorrow, so that'll be on sale when this airs, probably. That's um, so good. And you know, I I I've, I've caught up in this too because I did not pre-order the record before it came out, and then it came out, and I was like, oh, if nothing else, I'll buy I'll buy like a, a shirt or a sweatshirt or something. And then I went to find the merch, and it's like all sold out. And I was like, damn, they're just like people are. <laughs> so, People are buying people slices stuff. People are buying people slices stuff. Yeah. yeah, we've got some leftovers from that first merch run because we, uh, I didn't read the invoice correctly and ordered the wrong sizes of some of the shirts. Um, so we've got like ten long sleeves going up tomorrow. Uh, Amazing. And then we've got a range of shirts going, like this. Um, I don't know if you know the band Sectioned. Um, yeah but their vocalist is a tattoo artist and he's like done a sick design for us. Um, so that's like a collab sort of thing we're doing and uh, that's going up for pre-orders next week. So over the next month, you'll be able to get those shirts. Um, that's so great. But yeah, it's sort of all, we couldn't have expected this response. <laughs> it's like, we've sold out the first two tape variants as well. That was a hundred tapes gone there. So. As a person that used to make cassettes, I understand how hard it can be sometimes to move but, cassettes. Well, to compare, compare that, like, we put out our <laughs> last um, split on cassette. That took us a year and a half to sell all 20 copies of it we had. <laughs> we were oh, trying man. our hardest. We were selling them at gigs and stuff. Yeah, a year and a half. And then... Uh, the clear the the first run of cassettes for the album had sold out before the album came out when they were on pre-orders and we were like oh cool like the day it came out uh the guy was like do you want me to pop a second run of another color and we were like okay cool i guess they sold so why not <laughs> uh, so great so so here we are now this is the this is the new predicament i assume you find yourselves in which is uh people are loving the record they're buying the record they're buying the merch they're they're really excited and uh, i assume that you you're a lot like us here in the states where it's like your hands are tied you can't really get out there and perform just yet so are you having conversations yeah. that are like how do we keep this this ball rolling how do we keep yeah, this excitement yeah, going we, um, so at the moment, the plan is, I think May 1st, we're going into a studio to record a sort of live set, filmed live set, and we'll do funky lighting and try and make it all cool just to have some kind of content. Um, I guess we're just continuing to work on the second album as well, but that probably won't be for ages. Um, yeah, it's really hard to figure out ways to keep it interesting, I guess, playthroughs but everyone's done in the pandemic everyone's already done all the things you can do from home to like <laughs> make it interesting like people are tired of seeing playthroughs but i guess i guess our our stuff more technical and like there'd be more i assume more like musicians would be into our stuff than like a comparatively more accessible band just because it's more technical so hopefully we do some playthroughs at least that's that's something for to keep in the fans going over and yes we just got to find stuff maybe we'll like i don't know record the live set and then release that as like a limited cassette oh, oh yeah there you go I don't know. there you go trying to i mean spitball like this. i love it i saw a band the other day a pretty technical band did did their playthrough and then they kind of pushed it as, as a contest and it was like ha ask their fans to be like somebody record yourself doing this and like if you can if you the one who gets closest will like give a prize to her or something to like build that up. Plus you get all those fun fan videos of people. That's insane. Yeah. We've had a couple, struggling. that was insane. <laughs> like when the first time someone was like, 
try and learn one of our songs and like posted a cover of it and i was like why have you learned this thing i've written why do you care this much (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay That's great. I, I want to point out real quick uh, that people should go check out your, your videos. You guys make really fun music videos that I really enjoy. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed doing all of them. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and they've got a lot of views. I The, the second one, inter, I'm going to screw this up. Is it Interlocutor? How do I, how do I say that? I think word? it's interlocu- Interlocutor. Interlocutor. Yeah, there's some song titles where I'm just like, I'm just going to I'm, I like, I yeah. just, I'm just going to say I like it, <laughs> but both the videos are really good. But that, that second video, that more recent one, I, it's so cinematic. I just love it. Yeah. We spent, uh, that was, that was like quite a few months in the making, like our drama's friends with the director and, um, he, uh, me and the director had a call, like went through the lyrics. I sort of explained uh, what the song was about and he, he interpreted that and something came back with a script the script was fantastic and then we were like how are we going to film this <laughs> um, <laughs> this is like uh, a proper script like it was really, and we ended up filming it in our drummer's house um got two actors like and it was all a massive pain because we had to be like covid compliant make sure everyone's being safe everyone's got masks everyone's like distanced properly and a separate area for each of the crew members to like relaxing because you can't have like a communal space and it was it was a nightmare and uh and then the prosthetic had already like helped fund our first video and they weren't sure if they could fund the second one. So we ended up paying out of pocket, me and our drummer like funded that ourselves because we were just like the script so much. So it's like, uh, it was very DIY. It was like, it looked really professional, but it was entirely DIY of like half, all the lighting people were working for free to help. All the, uh, had like a gaffer and it was all, very professional i wasn't even able to come because of covid it was like we keep the numbers of people there to just who needs to be there at the time so um i think i came out really well though i'm really happy with that music video well i I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today i want people to go check out mirrors uh find it everywhere if you unless you can't find a vinyl right now they'll be more available soon (laughs) And, uh, you know, check, I, I hope that you're able to tour later this year at some point. I mean, I want you to come to the States, but even if the UK gets yeah. to enjoy you live, that's fine. Also, yeah, we've been getting a lot of US attention. So still we've been trying, like Becky was like, yeah, we need to get you a US agent. And we were like, what? We haven't even toured the UK. But <laughs> yeah, I guess it's sort of all coming at once. Thanks uh, for having yeah. me. No problem at all. This is this has been really fun. And like I said, we've been we've been playing the the record a lot. So I I love it. The whole staff here loves it. Prosthetic uses us for promotion, and Becky's always kind of tapping me into. They're having an amazing year right now. So you also benefit from like Prosthetic is on this wave of every album they put out. I'm like, yeah, Damn, summoning the Lich, Wolf King. Uh, yeah, summoning the Lich. Woo! Yeah, there's a there's another that was amazing. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Kate. I appreciate this so much. Uh, I, I hope to see you soon in person. And if not, I will, I will buy merch when it goes on sale. Yeah, thanks. Nice. <laughs> no Bye. Bye.